All right, good morning. God bless you this morning. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Iyani and Derek. And this is Yes and Amen Youth Church on today. So we like to welcome you and enjoy the music as we get prepared. All right, God bless you. Amen. God bless everyone. All right, we are back and we're getting ready for today's lesson. Let's see here. All right, we are talking about Acts and the Unstoppable Force. And this lesson was actually uh, for last week, the 12th, and we're going to do it today. And we'll come back with the other lesson. So we're talking about Acts and the unstoppable force today. And so when Jesus died and the good news of the gospel went out throughout the land of, of uh, uh, Southern Europe and uh, the, the, the Near East, i.e. the Far East, Asia Minor, it was unstoppable. And at that time, the Roman... Uh, empire was in rule. You had governorships and you had uh, the, um, the religious Reich of the, uh, I guess you could call them the, the religious rulers that Paul dealt with, referencing the, the Pharisee, Sadducee, the, the Hebrew law, according to Moses and etc. So you had that group and they were trying to you know stop the christians and using the wrong the, the strength of the roman empire to overtake or try to overtake but the good news of the gospel is a unstoppable force it's unstoppable when the people of god go for it and they share it and when they share it and soldiers saved in a sincere sense it's an awesome and unstoppable uh, place to be so the mission go so let's look at this lesson and so we want to give you a basic understanding of the life of the early church we also want to share with you uh, the ongoing mission of the church 
and also let's see what else we have encourage students to live the mission of the church daily so it's a daily walk every day every day afresh anew and so topics will be church evangelism following jesus the gospel history holy spirit excuse me i don't know why i was thinking about history uh as i was looking at the holy spirit here and then witnessing tell someone about the good news tell them about the <coughs> salvation virtue of jesus christ and so we're just thankful um, for god on today and so also let's look at the um okay yeah we already talked about the topic so let's look at acts one and eight and and i've been reading acts one and eight off and on and teaching about acts one and eight it says but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes on you <coughs> and you will be witnesses in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth what was that i cut off on your screen can you hear me you can't turning your volume up try to turn the volume up glory to glory let's read that a couple of more times acts one and eight can everyone hear me yes yeah good but you will receive power when the holy ghost comes on you excuse me when the holy spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in jerusalem and in all judea in samaria and in and to the ends of the earth again. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. All right, you ready? Repeat after me, Acts 1 and 8. Acts 1, Acts and, eight. 1 and 8. But you will receive power. But you will but receive, you will power. receive power. When the Holy when the Spirit Holy comes on you. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. Turn that down. Turn that down. <coughs> All right, let's start over again. Um, I'm not sure why you're not getting it on your screen. Uh, just log back in. Bring it here. Just can you hear me? Can you hear? Can you hear? Nobody, nobody put you out of the meeting. 
Um, um, say it again. You had to do what? Throw myself out of demon because I can't. Why? Because I can't. Oh, okay. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Okay, all right. Is it okay if we start all over again? All yeah. the students that are here, is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Acts 1 and 8. But you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses. And you will be my witnesses. In Jerusalem. And in Judea. And in Judea, and Samaria, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And so the earth. Let's try it again together, please. After me, Acts one and eight. Look at yourself. Don't look at each other. Look at yourself and listen. Acts one and eight. But you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses. And you will be my witnesses. In Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. And in all Judea. And in all Judea. And Samaria. And Samaria. I keep hearing an echo. And Samaria. And Samaria. And to the ends of the earth. And to the ends of the earth. Okay, let's go over this one more time. And let's repeat after me. And you guys say it together. Acts 1 and 8. Acts 1 and 8. But you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And to the eyes of the earth. Okay. Acts 1 and 8. Acts 1 and 8. Derek, pray. Open us up in prayer, please. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for keeping us through COVID 19. Lord, we all know that God has asked you to get Mugging. Can you hear him? Breaking in an entry. Father God, keeping us whole and healthy, giving us faith in Father God. Thank you for keeping our heads up. 
So on today, we're talking about getting the good news out with urgency, more or less. So this is like a group building, team building, and you can like pause it and review it and read over it. And we're not going to do the team exercise just literally because we're online, but you can at your liberty do this lesson. All right, praise God, let's go. Okay, let's get started. I'll show that too, and you can pause your screen and look through that. All right, so let's dig in. So you may remember this verse from last week. We talked about how the mission of Jesus, of Christ's resurrection, the message, excuse me, the message of Christ's resurrection would reach the ends of the earth. This week, we are going to see how the mission spreading the gospel was accomplished in the book of Acts. Name four places that Jesus tells the disciples they will be witnesses. And the next question is, what empowers the disciples to be Christ's witnesses? Okay, so let's go up to Acts 1 and 8 and let's take a look. What are some places Derek, what are some places that the gospel will go into? Jerusalem. Okay. All right. What about Samaria? What about Judea? What about the ends of the earth? Um. Right. All right. Any questions about that? No. Wait. Wait. Wait for what? What do you need? Yeah. All around the world. Oh, is that my head? It's clipping my head. It's not showing it. No. No, I don't have anything blocking. Can you see that? No, I don't have nothing blocking it. Yeah. Okay. Now it's going on. It's going on. You guys were going to let me do the whole lesson with that big block in the way. Oh, I was busy. 
Okay. So, Yanni, what empowers the disciples to be Christ's witnesses? What empowers the disciples to be Christ's witnesses? It's the love. Is it Fruit Loops? Oh, no. no. Love for God? No, uh, that's 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 still a correct answer, Derek. Do you have something to add to that? What empowers the disciples to be Christ's witnesses, Derek? Oh, it was Fruit Loops? You said yeah. no, too? What? Oh, okay. All right. So not Fruit Loops, but what? Uh. What'd you say? What empowers the disciples to be Christ's witnesses is their love for God. Okay, their love for God. Okay, that's good. That's good. What about also with their love for God? What about the Holy Spirit? Do you think the Holy Spirit has something to do with that love? Yeah. Guys, okay, yes. All right, let's take a look. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Y'all like my song? Okay, let's go. Okay, so last week, uh, we talked about how this is the a thesis statement of sorts in the book of Acts, right? So what we are about to see is how Luke celebrates the mission being accomplished in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Are you ready for a fast fly through acts? And I mean, this is fast because you need more than one day. All right, so we are at Acts 2, 5 through 12. All right, so I'm going to read the first one and Derek, you read the next three. One, two, three, and then Yanni, you read one two, three. Okay, I'm going to read the first two. First two, and then Derek, read one, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> and then Yanni, you're going to read 10, 11, 12. How about that? Okay. Excuse me for the sneezing and coughing in your face. Now there was staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When we heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Okay, Derek, the next three verses. <laughs> Utterly. Oh, I'm sorry. Utterly amazed they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galilee, then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Alamites, Elamites, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia. Judea and Cappadocia. Yeah, Cappadocia. Pontus and Asia. Yes. Okay, Yanni. 
So, so these are are um, the first one in verse nine. These are like the 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 uh, near Asia people, right? Or are the Middle Eastern people, and then the Asian people. But the second one references more of people in Egypt and North Africa. Okay, Egypt, North Africa and Rome. So this is like the known world at that time. Okay. All right. Keep going, Yanni. All Jews to convert to Judaism. Christians. Christians and Arabs. Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed Perplexed. They asked one another, what does that mean? Okay. So we see all of these people in one spot. They're speaking, but the other people speak other languages. And they're speaking, right? And, and by the Holy Spirit, the other people here them speaking in their native tongue. Okay? Okay. Excuse me. All right. So in what city do the described events take place? In what city? Jerusalem. Is it Jerusalem? Jerusalem. Now they're there oh, yeah. were staying in Jerusalem, God fearing Jews. Okay. Jerusalem. Okay. And so this was a time of Pentecost. And so all these people in these areas came into Jerusalem to celebrate the feast of Pentecost. Okay. It says, from which countries or regions have people come from? So, what regions and What areas? North Africa, right? Asia Minor, where? Rome. Rome, okay, which is like uh, Southern Europe, okay. Egypt, right? So all over. So what is already happening in the second chapter of Acts? That was promised in the first chapter. What was happening? Um, they were speaking uh, the same language. Okay. The whole world is hearing about what? Jesus. So they're speaking the same language, but they're talking about Jesus. Jesus and Lord and Savior. Okay. Okay. So what they saw was signs. Wonders and miracles that pointed to the way of, of Jesus Christ. Okay? okay. So through the whole world, though 
the whole mm -hmm. world is hearing about the gospel and the mission of being uh, is being accomplished. The first seven chapters or so of acts described in the church, right? Things that are happening in the church, things that are allowing people to realize that they have at least one thing in common, which is Jesus is Lord and Savior of our lives, okay? All right. All right. All right. So here, I'm just checking here. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have emphasis with one, one reading. And there's many in this book, in this lesson, uh, many different things. So let's, let's do this. Okay, so the church persecuted and scattered. All right, so Romans 8, 1 through 3. All right, I'll read verse number one. Derek, you read two, and then Yanni, you read three. Okay. And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. All right, number two, Derek. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to Go ahead. But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He drives off both men and women and put them in prison. Okay, so we we witness the persecution of of Stephen, Stephen, and then because Paul, he he he's the one that got permission and got the declaration to execute Stephen. Then. From there, Paul, who is Saul, they reference him as Saul. He's pulling Christians out of homes, men and women, and putting them in prison. Okay. Okay. So, who approves that Stephen be killed? Who approved that? Saul. Paul, which is Saul. Yeah. Okay. So, what happened to the church after Stephen is killed? Um, it will be a, a, a great per persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. Okay, a great persecution broke out against the church, right? right. And it caused the church to scatter. Okay, to where is the church scattered? In Jerusalem. Jerusalem, what about like everywhere else, right? Judea, Judea and, and Samaria. Samaria. Okay. 
All right. Mm -hmm. So we see the mission of spread to spread the gospel is accomplished again. Let's get a little deeper into it. Let's go a little bit deeper. Okay. So now we have Acts 8, 4 through 8. So I'll read like the first two and then Yanni, you can read the last three. How about that? So Philip and Samaria. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and Palestine speak the form, they all close attention to what they said, from which Greek and pure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was a great joy in that city. Okay. So it shows us and tells us about signs, wonders, and miracles, right? That Philip performed. And there was what? Great joy in that city, right? Yay. So who preached uh, the word according to verse four, Derek? Philip. Who Philip? Okay. Oh, those Okay. Well, Philip was one. So where did they preach it? Did Huh? Where did they go to preach it? Samaria. 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 It says wherever they went. <laughs> okay. So where did Philip? Where's Philip in this message? Where's Philip? He went down to a city. He went down to a city where? Samaria. In Samaria. I keep on saying Samaria. Samaria. So, Yanni, who is Philip, by the way? Who is he? Philip is, uh, Philip is. You think he's a disciple, an apostle? I think he's a disciple of God. Or a follower? Or a follower of God. Okay, so he's one of the disciples slash apostles. Okay, so Derek, did the Sumerians listen to Philip? No, they didn't. No, wait. Uh, uh, didn't they? No, they, they didn't. They didn't? No. When the crowds heard, Philip and saw the signs he performed. They all paid close attention. Do not guess. Go back and look at the text. Very important. Okay. That's that's why it's there. It's that simple. Okay. So Derek. 
Did the Samaritans listen to Philip? Yes. Why? What, what tells you that they listen? No, what tells you? How do you know? Without just a blind guess. Because he preached um, high. He preached what? Preached high so that everyone could hear him and hear out to him. Huh? I don't know. No, no, you do know. Look at the text. Look at the text. You can let Yanni answer that. No, look at the text. Okay, you get the next question. Derek gets the next question. All right. So, no, Derek get the next question. No, what was the results? Yanni, you get number seven, Derek. It oh. says when the crowd started to open saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For the shrieks and pierced beards came out of many and many who were paralyzed of lame were healed. So they were so there was a great joy in Okay. Okay, Derek, read number seven and answer it, please. Do you see the mission to spread the gospel accomplished? Yes. 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 Okay. okay. Absolutely. Okay. Now people are going to church. Huh? A lot. You think people are going to church a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Things to get back to normal. Things to get back to normal. Things are in order. Cars operating all over. People stop living at home. People stop doing what? Moving their homes because of the fire. Stop moving their homes. Moving. Okay, how does that how does that impact the good news? No, no like people, people praying. Pray. What about it? They pray. Spreading the gospel. Okay, spreading the gospel. And because of that, a lot of people now pray for other things to get better. Pray for things to get better. Okay. Like um, like what, what I just said. said. Like what you just said. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, here is Philip sharing the good news with an Ethiopian. Where, where are Ethiopians from? Ethiopia? Ethiopia. Where is that at? Uh, and where? In Africa? No. Ethiopia is not in Africa. Where is it? Europe. No. It's not in Europe. Oh. What about East Africa? 
It is in the south. East East Africa. East Africa. So now Philip comes upon a man who's reading a, the good news. And once Peter engages him, he asks to be baptized. Okay. So let's look at it. Let's see here. All right. So I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read 26 to 29. Derek, you're going to read 30 to 35. And then Yanni, you're going to read 36. No. Yeah, you're going to read 30 to 30, 30 to 34, Derek. And then Yanni's going to read 35 to 40. Okay. All right, here we go. So this is Acts 8, 26 through 40. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch. In important, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Ken, Ken Dake which means queen of the Ethiopians. So this guy was very important. He was in charge of the money for the queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in a what? In his chariot reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Okay, Derek, 30. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture that Eunuch Eunuch was reading. He was he was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before a shearing shiver. Is silent. Does that say shiver? Yeah, shiver. There's no V. Shearer. Yeah. Shearer is silent. So he did. So he did not what? He did not open his mouth. He did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his 
descendants, 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 for his life was hidden from the earth. The eunuch, I hope I'm saying that right, after telling people, tell me, who is the prophet talking about? Himself or someone else? All right, Yanni. Philip began, began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled around all over the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, here's water. What can stand in our way of being baptized? And he gave the orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch, the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, the spirits of the God, the spirit of the Lord, okay, suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again. Philip went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus. Uh, yeah, Azotus. And traveled about preaching with gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Caesarea. Okay. So, so we see here a high official of the Ethiopian government reading the book of Isaiah. And he asked Philip to baptize him. Now, I will share with you. Now, I have friends from Ethiopia. And they are all Christians that I know of. The ones that I know, they're Christians. Do you think that the work that Philip did with baptizing the eunuch, you think that impacted the Ethiopian people? Yes. 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 Right. Right. One instance of baptism impacted a whole country. All right. I'll take you guys with me one day. Uh, We'll go to the Ethiopian restaurant to eat. So I'll take you. Right. So you may want to share. So as Otis mentioned in verse 40. Is on the southern Mediterranean coast of Samaria. Okay. All right. So cool. All right. Let's look at this one. So this one is Peter at Cornelius's house. Let's take a look at that one. All right. So I'm going to have you guys read. Let me see that six. One, two. Three, four, five, six, seven. So I'm going to read the first verse, and then Derek, you read three, and then Yanni, you read three. Then this is uh, Acts 10, 23 through 29. Then Peter invited the man into the house to be his guest. The next day, Peter started out with them and... Some of the believers 
from Joppa went along. So I say one verse, yeah. Okay, Derek, so read 24, 25, and 26. All right. <clears throat> the following day, he arrived in Caesarea. Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them had called together relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet. In nerve, nerve, in reverence, reverence. sorry, reverence. But Peter made made him get up, stand up. He said, "I am only a man myself." All right, Yanni. But well. No, where you at? 27. Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are all well aware that it is against our law for the Jew to associate with our vision and Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I sent forth, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Okay, so here we see Peter at Cornelius's house. And so there's Gentiles there. So he's there, right? Right. So he says here, Jews to associate with or visit a Gentile. So the gospel of the good news was causing social norms to be broken, right? Because Jews didn't intermix or, or fellowship with Gentiles normally, right? But the gospel and the good news changed some things as such, right? And so when we go to study this passage, where Peter encounters Cornelius in greater detail in this series, but we can see the gospel has spread throughout Samaria. The mission to spread the gospel is being accomplished, right? So this goes on for chapters and chapters. The ministry of Peter, Philip, Paul, and others are moving outward jerusalem remains the religious center but everyone is going here there everywhere but persecution and passion drive the people of god outward right outward throughout okay okay and so today even today jerusalem is a a religious center uh, and so people go to Israel, right? Christians go to Israel, Jews go to Israel, even some Muslims go to Israel. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's look at this right here. 
Okay, Derek, read Acts 23 and 11, please. Okay. Um, the following night, the Lord said to me, Paul, and said, Take courage, you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also terrify, testify in Rome. Okay. Some are studied, a discussion question one, some are studied of Jesus and others. Has the gospel been preached in Jerusalem? Yes. Okay. All right, has the gospel been preached in Judea, Yanni? Yes. Okay, has the gospel been preached in Samaria, Derek? Yes. Where does the gospel need to go to next? Everywhere. Okay. Or I would say Rome. Right, right. So you must also testify in Rome. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, so Paul had been given an assignment by God to go to Rome. Okay. Okay. So who is going to take it there? Who? Paul. Who? Paul. Who's going to take it to Rome? Paul. Okay. Paul's going to take it to Rome. And so we see in the in the book of Acts about the 28th chapter, um, Paul ultimately lands in Rome and he's placed under house arrest for about two years. He, he, he rents a house there. And there, Paul shares the gospel of the good news and if you look at romans uh chapter eight you'll see that not romans acts uh chapter 28 sorry about that and so the roman empire was vast but a as far as the book of acts is concerned paul getting to rome is the fulfillment of the mission there's many there many would hear the gospel. From there, the entire empire would hear the good news. There are some who believe Paul personally took the gospel eastward to Spain. He mentions wanting, wanting to in Rome, Romans 16, and perhaps even Great Britain. We don't know for sure. So that's, and that's awesome. What, what, okay. So now, well, Acts 23 tells us that Paul is promised to go to Rome. The end of Acts reveals that he made it. See, I already shared that already. And so Acts 28 and 11 through 16. Okay, let's read that. Let's see. There's five verses, so I'll read one, and then Derek. No, I'll read two. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I read two. Derek, you read two. 
And then Yanni, you read too. How's that? Is that correct? One, two, one, two, one, two. Okay. After three months, three months, we put out to sea in a ship that had wintered in the island. And this was, he was, uh, one of the islands he was on was Malta. It was an Alexandrian ship with the figurehead of the twin gods, Castor and Castor and Pollux. Pollux. We put in at Syracuse and stayed there three days. I said two and two and two. Okay, Derek, your go. 13, 14. Yes, I know. From there, we sail and arrived at Raygum. Okay, Raygum. The next day, the south wind came up, and on the following day, we broke Putelia. Greece, Potelio. Potelio. There we found some brothers and sisters who invited us to spend a week with them. And so we came to Rome. All right. Yeah. My brothers and sisters there had heard that we were coming. We and them. And they travel? And they travel as far as the forum of, of Abtius. Abtius. Appius and the three taverns to meet us. At the sight of these people, Paul thanked God and was encouraged when he got to Rome. Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier to guard him. Okay. And this is like the house where he stayed in. Under, under house arrest, more or less. But it didn't matter. His whole charge was to preach the gospel in Rome because what? God gave him the assignment, right? Right. All right, good. After a long, dangerous journey and three months on the island of Malta, the three, the group, which included Luke, as he uses the words we, in his writings, finally arrived at Rome, or in Rome. So, so this was, this was like the ultimate journey. And um, you remember when we were looking at those pictures of Rome? Was it you and I? Actually, it was Paris. It was Rome, yeah. right? We were looking at the movie, Italy. the Paris movie. Yeah. The was it fifteen thirteen Paris movie or the three fifteen? Right. So those guys were in Rome, right? And so we saw the Colosseum, right? Yeah. Rome, Italy. Okay, that's Rome. That's the same Rome. They're talking about here, right? We saw the Colosseum. Some some Christians died in the Colosseum because they let the lions get to them. We saw St. Peter's 
we saw oh, St. Peter's, uh, right? right? St. Peter's Square, right? right. We saw so St. Peter's Basilica. We saw uh, the Vatican, right? We saw all of that. So all of that is a result of the influence of Paul's teachings in Rome, okay? All right? So he made a big impact, right? One person, he was obedient to what God told him, and he impacted a whole nation and and sharing the news impacted the world. Okay. All right. So Derek, you read 23 and Yanni, you read 24 in Romans 28. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in even larger numbers to the palace to the place. Where he was staying, he witnessed to them morning till evening, explaining about the kingdom of God and from the law of Moses and from the prophets. Uh, prophets. He tried to persuade them about Jesus. Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. Okay. All right, Yanni, uh, read the first question and answer that one. What does Paul do now that he is in Rome? Can you put peace forward? Huh? Can you scroll up? Okay. What does he do? It says, huh? It says, they arranged to meet. On a certain day, uh, and came in even larger numbers to the place where he was staying, he witnessed to them from morning till evening, explaining about the kingdom of God. Okay, explain about the kingdom of God. Okay. So what does Paul do now that he is in Rome? He teaches, right? He shares. He preaches, right? Okay. So to whom, Derek, is Paul preaching here? Who is he sharing with? Who is he talking to? Everyone. Okay, everyone. Is it? To whom is he preaching here? Okay. And... Right. And and these are in this case, it's the Jews, but he did to everyone also. So what was the result? What was the result? Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. Okay. Some believe, others didn't. Okay. Or <clears throat> Two whole years. Two whole years. Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Hindrance. Okay. So he talked. Now I'll share with you. He he started off 
he started off in Jerusalem and he was sharing the good news and the religious, he was sharing the good news in the synagogue in Jerusalem. They got upset with him and one of the guys says, hey, he keeps talking about that gospel. You need to like pop him in the mouth. That's what one of the religious guys said. And so Paul got arrested by the Roman guard. The Roman guard arrested him, but they thought he was a troublemaker doing other stuff. He says, hey, all you're doing is sharing the good news. And so Paul gets arrested. Then he says, hey, um, please let me share. And he says, I'm a Roman citizen. He tells the guard, I'm a Roman citizen. And he says, please let me share with the group. So he begins to share with the group and he started speaking in Hebrew. So he talked with the Roman guy in the Roman language. Then he starts speaking to the people um, in, in the Jewish tongue and they all got quiet. And so Paul got arrested and he went to Caesarea. And then he talked with the governor there. Um, he talked with Phyllis, Festus, and he also talked with King Agrippa, and he shared the good news. And they all were trying to find something wrong with this message, and they couldn't find anything, but they couldn't let him go because he said, I'm a Roman citizen. You can't do anything with me. And ultimately, that started his journey uh, uh, to go to the island of Malta, and then ultimately to Rome, where he's under house arrest, and he shared the good news of the gospel. All right, did, did we read this already? Yes. Yeah, okay. Any questions about what I just shared with you? No. Okay, all right, we're just about, we're just about finished. I know this one, it's a good long lesson, but it's very good, very good. Okay. Okay, the questions. Okay, who does Paul, what does Paul do for two years according to the passage? He uh, stayed in his own rented house. Okay. Did he just stay there playing video games no. and messing with his smartphone? No. What did he do? He told about the good word. He preaches and taught about the good news. To whom does he preach, Yanni? He preached to anyone who would listen. Right? Okay. It says anyone who would what? Listen. So with what attitude does he preach? He says, ah, oh, I've been arrested. I've been persecuted by because I'm a believer in God. Did he do that? Or he says, hey. This is the good news. Huh? Okay. Okay, confidence without hindrance. So he didn't hold back. He was bold. He was confident. So do you see the mission being accomplished in Rome? Derek? Did, did he go ahead? See? Yes. What do you think, Yanni? Yes. So Paul accomplished the ultimate mission. That was his assignment. So 
Acts 1 and 8 is fulfilled. The gospel makes it all the way to the capital of the empire, influencing Caesars, the Council of Nice, um, the whole nine, right? So we know because we're sitting here now that it kept making its way to the ends of the earth as the population of the earth grew. This is good information. This is good news. Okay, let's look at this real quick. Given the challenges, are you surprised that the mission to spread the gospel was accomplished? Derek? Yes. Yanni? Yes. All right. I, I, I'm telling you, it was accomplished. Even though there were challenges, even though there was persecution, Paul did it. Peter did it. Philip did it. All by the influence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. So now, do you think the attitude of the church helped the gospel advance? Yes. Right. So it had to be believers. There had to be people to hear it and be passionate about this good news. Right? They could not shut up about it. They were bold. They did everything that they knew to do. Amen and amen. I'm, I'm, man, I'm so blessed. What do you think their biggest obstacles were? The people who didn't believe. Okay, persecution, hardship, people not listening. Okay, so do you think we face the same obstacles today? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. Yeah, some with varying degrees of severity. So what are some excuses we use not to advance the gospel? I'm tired. I'm scared. I don't want to do it. Will they believe me? I'm going to feel rejected. I don't know. Right? So those are some things, right? Fear, rejection. People have already heard it. Okay. So if it did not stop the church in the early years, it should not stop us, right? Sure, we will face challenges. So did they. All right? So we have a place to execute the mission God gave us. We have a plan, excuse me, as we talk about tasks and as we talked about last week, what is it? He never said stop. All right. So, yeah, we won't necessarily go through that right there. That's part of the exercise. We'll freeze the screen so people can pause it. All right. All right. All right. So, Closing prayer. As students are making these plans individual. So you can make an individual plan to share the good news with friends and people that you know. 
All right, right. who prayed in? Okay, Yanni, you prayed. Lord, thank you for all that you've given us. And Lord, we appreciate everything that you do every single day. And Lord, we just want to know what want want you to know how much we appreciate you and how much we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory amen. to God. We declare over you the good news of the gospel that there are no hindrances reference you sharing of the good news that you're able to share and that you're able to reach out and go forth and impact the whole of the land. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Iyani Fletcher with Yes and Amen's Children Church. God bless you. Go forward in Jesus' name. Amen. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little 